My name is Christina, and thank you for checking in to the Hope for Everybody OCs. This is a podcast where a friend and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. And today, our guest is Locke. How are you doing today? I am tired. <laughs> I just got out of work, but yeah. I'm extremely excited and happy, though. Besides, <laughs> besides the sweepiness, I am very, yeah. very, very happy right now. <laughs> good. Yeah, I I definitely feel you on on the tiredness because we're recording this on a Thursday and the weekend is off on the horizon. We can see it; it's coming. It's just not coming here fast enough. It's it's Friday's Eve, as Isabel would say in Animal Crossing, the Eve of oh, Friday. Shoot. I haven't. That reminds me, I haven't played. Uh, I haven't checked Animal Crossing yet today, so I'll have to do that after we finish recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I haven't checked in two days. Whoops. <laughs> I need to. I need to see how my babies are. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, like most of what I'm doing in my island is like, I'm checking to see what's in stock at the stores today. And also I'm working on <laughs> moving everyone's houses around on my island. So I'm, I'm working on that. But it's, oh, gosh. The it's slow fun. process. It is a slow process, but yeah. it's great. I love Animal it. Animal Crossing is good. It's such a good time. <laughs> yeah. So how are you doing today? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we already kind of talked about that. Um, <laughs> listeners, I just, cut, I just cut out probably about five minutes of us just shooting the breeze about podcasting and stuff. But it's all, it's all behind the kimono stuff, so you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> nice. But we are not here to talk about podcasting. We're here to talk about your original character. Locke, who are we talking about today? We're talking about Balder. Balder Matrum, if I can ever yes. pronounce that. I'm working on my Swedish. I promise you that I am. But um, How do you spell his last name? I... <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put, it, put you on the spot about this. It is M-A-R-D-R, and then it is the special O with the two dots at the top, and then M. It is Marderstrom? It's a uh, Marderstrom. It is literally... It's literally the Swedish word for nightmare, because I could not think of anything when I first created his name. Okay, okay. And then it, and then it, just, got str it just got stuck. It's Marjrum, I believe. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Duly noted. Yes. But that's who we're talking about today. It's my boy. Okay, neat. So, um, would you... What would you like to talk about first? Would you like to talk about... Um, how you came up with Balder, or would you like to talk about uh, his history as like a character, so like his childhood, young adulthood, etc., or would you like to talk about what you made him for? Uh, I like talking about all those things. Those are very interesting. <laughs> if that's cool, um, but which I, one we first? <laughs> which one first? Let's see how he. Let's let's look into the days that when he was first created, which was Gaia times. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. I have uh, I have heard the dark legends of Gaia Online. I, I never was I never was on Gaia Online. I think I saw the ads for it on Neopets, but I never played it. I feel like that's usually the divide. You're either on Neopets or you're on Gaia Online. Yeah, I I think I was a squidge too young to be on Gaia Online. I was I think Oh, I didn't was, know that. When it was <laughs> I, I'm not not like that much younger than Gaia Online Acceptable Age, but I was just at the point where my parents were like, you're going to be on Neopets and not on Gaia Online. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> they knew about the... 
they knew I mean, about the like the bad girls or like trapped in cages thing or demons and stuff. Yeah, they knew. Oh, excuse me, what? <laughs> oh, that's another conversation. <laughs> okay, so um, if please please correct me if I am wrong. My understanding of Gaia Online is that it is or it was an online role-playing platform with a very heavy fantasy bent <clears throat> it that's part of it okay. i mean i honestly we would get ex i will tell you right now we would get extremely heavy in my relationship with gaia when i probably am gonna be in another episode of yours with my which mm -hmm. i want janine to join me for because we have a we have like two characters there, but yeah. for for this, it pretty much Gaia Online was meant to be uh, a it was meant to be a forum with chat rooms and everything, and then it okay. just grew very big and way too big. Gotcha. Um, but it was real. It was very Avatar creation heavy, and it was just there okay. for people who liked anime and video games, but very heavy on the anime stuff. And then gotcha. role playing happened. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. That tracks with what I remember hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Balder was created um, when I was just getting out of it. But the reason for his creation was because of my Gaia experiences. Okay. Reason was because I was back in a guild uh, where it was very, it was sadly very strict on what you can play and what you can't play for whatever reason. Yeah, I've heard the tales. <laughs> yes, girl. Uh, well, this was mostly on the fault of my guildmaster at the time, um, yeah. where I was in a guild uh, for role playing. Mm -hmm. This uh, at this time, this was for uh, Persona Four, and. Um, uh, man, it's really weird saying this now that I know that I am gender fluid, but mm -hmm. uh, anyone who is a girl, a signed girl, they are a girl person. The guildmaster would prefer that you that you play only girl characters. <sighs> yes. <laughs> and, and so... um That's so boring. It's extremely boring. I like, agree. I, oh my goodness. I'm definitely someone who believes that if you're doing role plays or RPGs, um, especially if it's in like a tabletop setting or in this case like a forum RP setting, mm -hmm. I am not personally a big fan of like, hey, I'm a white person and I'm going to be RPing a black person. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I don't know if there's anything, I don't personally have any stance against like, um, being some against playing as a gender identity that you don't necessarily claim. <laughs> yeah, and did I oh, did I parse man. that? Okay, no, 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 you got it. Like, okay, uh, okay. Beca because it was especially it was especially hard for um, oh gosh, like I would, I promise you, I will get very heavy into this conversation because this involves with my. But to kind of give it a summary, uh, girl. Girl writers can only play girl characters. Guy writers can only play guy characters. It was very sad, and it was at the time extremely harmful. Um, so yeah, I can understand as, that. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, and so as I was getting out of that, 
binary and I was just I was actually starting to I was actually starting to date uh Janine at the time I believe we were just getting started in our relationship (laughs) yeah um so she actually helped like she kind of helped with the creation of Balder he was a part he was going to be a part of um another guy online uh guild forum Mm -hmm. Basically, for people who were actually getting out of the old guild that I came from, yeah, the, <laughs> or, the guild guild two point the much cooler one, the much cooler one that sadly did not follow through at the time. Um, Aww, yeah, hear that. yeah, it, it didn't follow through, but that was only it was because just some just some awkwardness happened. Um, it kind of faded quietly like that. That's kind of what happened. And yeah, I was kind of sad about it. <laughs> yeah, that the the slow the the slow fading uh the slow fading cessation of RPGs and like I'm just gonna say like communal creative experiences like that that always that always sucks. Oh gosh, yeah. It, <laughs> it's it's never like it 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 always sucks when it's like you're when you're trying your hardest to make this thing continue happening and but it doesn't it doesn't work because to build a bridge you need people on both sides. <laughs> yeah, I'm still good friends with like a lot of a lot of the members though. Oh, um good. very long time very long time friends too. I love them so much. Um but uh but Balder pretty much came from a guild that was created by Janine, but sadly mm-hmm. didn't follow through at the time. And his concept one I'm making a boy. <laughs> yes. I am making a boy. Um and yeah. I wanted him to I wanted to do something spooky still. I realized I'm moving around so much because I'm happy. Good gracious. I need it I need <laughs> to stay still. <laughs> I mean, look, as long as you're not in like a creaky desk chair like mine, you you can move around as much as you want to. It'll just audio cancel out. <laughs> Yay. Um but I have a, I I wanted to create a boy, because I wanted to play a boy, mm-hmm. and I I wanted him to be a demigod of nightmares, just straight up. Okay, okay. And <laughs> uh, am I correct in thinking that uh, Baldur's origin, and also then I guess his pantheon would be uh, the Norse or a Nordic pantheon? Yes, you are correct. Uh, okay, his, cool. Yes, he was created uh, between uh, Charles, who was actually not very fleshed out at the time. He was just a dad placeholder at the time. And, I mean, yeah. look, we, we all have OCs that start out um, extremely paper doll-esque and then only get developed once we get older and have time <laughs> to develop them. I mean, literally, that is what happened to Charles. Oh. I love him too, but um, mm-hmm. he was he was created by human and god, and this one was uh, not, which was uh, the goddess of night, or the, okay. and uh, the okay. giant who uh, escorts the moon, who then you know gets consumed by the wolf and what have you, and la 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 Norse mythology. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, she is not really in the text that much, and I was like, oh well, I I kind of want to use a god that isn't that isn't very known that much and so i used not and balda came to be and i just wanted him to be 
a subversion of what you would expect. Um, because yeah. when you think like, oh, the demigod of nightmares, and you think of like brooding, angry, scary, uh, horrific, and whatnot, it's like, no, you just got this little pastel pastel boy <laughs> with <laughs> with a very cute face, pastel goth <laughs> nightmare god. <laughs> yes, who who is actually very friendly, and and is just a very people friendly. He actually wants to be friends with you and wants to get along. He does not Aww. want to scare you. So he's very much the subversion of a character who is extremely nice, but what if he's given powers that you would expect from a villain? Mm-hmm. And that was my concept of him. And that's how he came to be. And thankfully, I still have him. <laughs> he's still He's still kind of existing around and still of course wayward but i still adore him he's great so that was how he was created <laughs> yeah i i definitely um i definitely can appreciate a character that is made to be contrasting if that if if that's the word for it oh yes just a subversion of what you would expect and that was kind of the yeah. theme of like a lot of my characters in early in early times like with Ren being the fire witch, she's not extremely temperamental or a redhead or anything like that. And like I even had like another character who was who was Faye, but he was kind of well, very monochrome, kind of ugly looking, mm-hmm. and <laughs> because like at the time people were just very into like you know the fairies with butterfly wings and they're pretty and all. That oh my jazz. gosh! Yes, <laughs> that is a. Uh... <laughs> That was how that was how Baldur first started as basically another as another theme of uh, of a subversion character that I had mm-hmm. um, back in the day. Oh yeah, um, and I so, I yeah. think this has probably come up on Wayward before, but I'm going to say it again because I'm going to keep saying it until people understand that subverting tropes is not necessarily a bad thing, especially when you are subverting the trope to to more closely like examine like what it means and like how it impacts the narrative that you're telling oh yeah for sure and it it was just really great i just actually like it actually really kind of got built up a little bit inside of the small uh inside of the small bit of rp that i did do in that guild Mm -hmm. was that um there were a couple characters that were confused with him uh There were other, it was, okay, so for context, this was a school for demigod kids. Okay, okay. That was the, that was the setup. Yeah, it was a really cool setup. It was where the, where some gods were actually uh, teachers, like Thoth was one of my favorites. Oh, good. <laughs> and, um, and some students there were just really confused with Baldur. Um, one was actually rather jealous of him, too, because... One particular character who had a power of healing wanted actual power and was actually rather jealous of Baldur, so that actually led to some bullying. Um, there were oh, even no, times like that. Yeah, there were even times where like there was even like like a couple like a couple characters that actually did treat him like like he was a bad guy, like he was a villain. And um, because Cute of his Billy powers, Irish's bad guy. Yeah. 
<laughs> pretty much. And so, like, and so he was just like, but no, though. <laughs> Why? So, like, he was pretty much a sad puppy. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> Angus, who's breaking inside of my room. Oh, Hang no. On. <laughs> I need to close the door. <laughs> Give me a it's moment. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hi. I love you. I. It's the family room. Please close the family room door. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> door is now closed. <laughs> Unless you hear a loud bonk against the door that's Angus trying to break in with his head. Oh, Angus. He's I he's a smart boy, but he he can be dumb sometimes. <laughs> I mean, Look, that describes probably a solid 95% of pets in existence. Is like <laughs> they're really smart sometimes, but also sometimes they're just they're just dumb as a box of rocks. Oh, there's the bump. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> just Oh. <laughs> he just wants to open the door. He just he, that's just how he interacts with things is with his he nose says, and head. <laughs> he says, "God didn't give me thumbs." Mother, let me in. The closed door really does offend me. I adore him so much. but He's a good boy. Speaking of someone else that you adore. Yes. I was about OC. to like, let's transition back now. With, um, with, uh, with Balder, he actually did, with some character interactions, he actually did have to deal with that uh, when he was younger. And so... I guess now this would be the perfect time to me to kind of transition into, uh, I guess, his own personal childhood past that I had to revise. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> this might be uh, honestly like the best seg that's happened on this podcast in at least a couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so for Baldur's past, um, this is actually recently revised, um, just to kind of make it a little bit more clear. Um, n- him as a character now... Mm-hmm. is not involved with like being in a school of demigod kids or anything like that. His setup is more okay. of he is a child who was born um by the off chance that his dad somehow some way got lucky with uh with his mom <laughs> who was the night sky. And okay. he had to just grow up in that lifestyle. Um I mean, look, like, when one of the people involved is a, is a deity, <laughs> like, any anything goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, <laughs> but that's how he was uh, kind of set, uh, set up, like, that was his premise at first. And then, um, his father was very good about trying to keep him as, as safe as possible, who was just very surprised over the fact that he just got dropped off as a babu. Balder has a very loving relationship with his father. Like Yeah. Um like they there is like there is a a little bit of uncertainty, sometimes a little bit of tension, but mostly because of his powers. Uh but otherwise Charles was extremely supportive of of Balder as he was growing Good. up. Uh the only problem the only problem was that Charles did not know how to handle the power the power of nightmares uh that was coming off of his of his boy and didn't know how to yeah. handle I have a monster child and I don't know how to raise the said child. 
properly. Yeah. There, so, there's, there's no books on that. <laughs> nope, never. There never is. Balder was raised straight human out of everything. Mm-hmm. And he has, to this day, still has not met his mom. Like, Aww. has not heard a word from her. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to think of, like, hmm, when would be a great time for that? But he still hasn't really met her. Um, that may change in the future. Who knows? Um, so as he grew up, um, it would it was very easy for him uh, as a child. Um, his father had to take up work to uh, kind of provide for him. This being a su- like dealing with supernatural things going on. I imagine his dad also probably had to work, you know, like, I have to have, I have to have money to replace this thing that accidentally got broke. (laughs) Oh no, the bed is shattered again because nightmare powers. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, but yeah, like, Charles had to, had to, uh, get into a job with a supernatural, with a supernatural, dealing with supernatural stuff. He's now a monster hunter with a very great agency. Okay. I... I will definitely get in depth with Charles maybe another time. Who knows? Yeah. I think uh, you've talked about him because he's the one from the Monster of the Week campaign, right? Yes. Yes, okay. exactly. He, he finally got fleshed out after so many years. Yeah. So, yeah, because yeah, it wasn't but- until the Monster of the Week campaign that he got fleshed instead of just being placeholder dad. <laughs> it's okay. That'll that'll be for his episode. Yes, definitely. Uh, but for Balder... Um, so Balder uh, ended up moving from Sweden to America and was kind of brought up the child life from there. Um, kind of like how an army kid would be with having to move from place to place. Um, Charles, with his job, had to move from different places because of being called for certain for certain work. And so yeah. Balder, Balder didn't really have, didn't really keep friends long term that much. Um, Kind of bummed him out a little bit, but and as he, but especially when he started to realize about like how well demonized that his that his his himself what he is mm-hmm. a nightmare. Um, people don't like it. People yeah. like he would see it around him when he was a kid. It was like how like th- how things are described, how bad things are described as nightmarish, how he sees nightmares on media and everything like that, a child would learn that, oh, this is bad. People don't like this. This is something that people don't want. Am I a bad thing? In which Charles would be like, no, child, you're not, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it especially, yeah. oh gosh, it especially got a little bit worse um, as Balder started to become a teenager. And of course, during that time, when you're a teenager, everything feels like the world depends on it. And... Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Like, having to be a teenager and also having nightmare powers must have literally been a nightmare. <laughs> oh, God, it was. Um, oh, fun fact, though. Like, literally, <laughs> another inspiration for Balder's creation little side fun fact was that he was actually inspired by a couple of boys uh that i actually met um back in high school when i was a kid yeah yeah like some of like some of his charisma and whatnot was actually from when i grew up in high school he was actually kind of based off of like some like 
like some boys that I've met that I didn't really have friendships with, but me being the quiet person that was in the corner drawing, <laughs> just kind of observed. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's honestly like a, that is an extremely valid source of inspiration for characters. Is like you people watch. Like yeah. I have, I have a character whose entire concept I based on the fact that my boss wore like Kraken print leggings to work one day, and I was like, "That's going to be an entire role playing character for me." That is awesome. <laughs> my boss is great. That's perfectly awesome. Oh, but but yeah, like in high school, oh, it was a trip because he was he was kind of he wasn't more worried about keeping friends because he has to move away eventually. It actually started to get to a point when in middle school and definitely in high school, he was getting to a point of, God, I hope that I can move soon so that way I can start fresh because his big fear was, Mm -hmm. what if they found out? Oh no, honey. (laughs) Yeah, what if they found out about me that I'm actually not full person? Oh no. (laughs) So, um, so he had that bad habit of kind of keeping people at arm's length. He would be, he had this knack as a teenager, um, of still being very popular. He was still very sociable. He was still very friendly, but he had this, he had this art at the time of making you feel like, you know, you know him, but you actually don't know a thing about him. <laughs> Cue that one vine of like, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. I don't know that song's going to be in my head. But <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> but, um, oh gosh, but that's pretty much what he did. And uh, sure enough, especially when he started to get closer to being a senior and like going to, going through graduation, um, mm-hmm. it became pre- very obvious to to the other kids now, um, especially when he dated at the time. He tried, <laughs> yeah, he tried, but like um, he was still like kind of very awkward and wanting to keep uh, long term relationships, mm-hmm. and he started to realize like, oh God, um, if this it. Uh, this girl named Vivi, uh, he was just like, if she gets in too deep, she's gonna find out, and I really can't have that. Yeah. So, sadly, he would self-sabotage his own relationships, especially near the end oh, of high school. No, yeah, I know! And I'm just like, baby boy, please, but that's, to me, that's what felt like. I'm over here talking as if I'm watching a TV show. I literally created this setup, but no, I mean I totally get it. <laughs> it's it's literally the way I write is that the characters kind of write for me, and I just kind of watch and see what happens, and see is like does that make sense though? And that's pretty much what happened to to him was that he self sabotaged his own relationships, and um, like it was in a situation when he he broke up with Vivi, especially. After one night, when oh, no. yes, it was after one night when she kind of told him, "It's like, hey, um, parents are gone; they're gone for the night. Um, oh, no. you, should, you should come over." And he's like, "I don't know." And she's like, "Please, 
come on, just just come over. It's not that bad, please. And he's like, um, all right, okay. So he goes yeah. because he's like, I am obligated as a boyfriend to do this. <laughs> he oh, felt like no. he felt like so he spent the night there, and sure enough, he is woken up with his girlfriend screaming and crying and kind of just holding onto him and. Sadly, this would happen a couple more times. And she even teased him and said, um, and said, it's like, like every time that you come over, I, it's like, I always sleep so bad. You're like bad luck sometimes. <laughs> so he's oh, like, no. Hmm. So he's like, hmm, okay. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so he, he, he breaks up with her and he, he does it in a way where it's just like, hey, I don't think this is working out. And he kind of played as like a bit of a jerk. It's like eh, I don't think like this is this is really going anywhere. This was fun. Oh, you're cute no. and everything. And so she broke it off with him, and and she got tired of it because she started to feel like like you're not really talking to me about what's going on, and I don't feel like you actually opened up to me. So she caught on to that, and. Sadly, it was also the situation where the girlfriend, Vivi, was much closer friends to the people that hung out with him. Yeah. So in high school, when that situation happens, there is a divide. You either choose the friend that you're super, super duper close with or your friend's boyfriend, girlfriend that you kind of got along with at the time. But, you know, it it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, so with that, that happened. And at first, Balder was pretty relieved about it. But then, like... And then he was like, wait, I'm still half human. I still need so- I still need social life and social interactions. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't until... God, I wrote this so dramatically. It wasn't until... <laughs> it Yeah, it was getting closer to graduation. Finals are over. And... Like, even, like, even Charles, his dad, was just kind of like, hey, are you still talking with these kids? Is everything okay? And and Balder was like, yeah, f- things are fine. <laughs> They're just freaking out over finals, over college and everything. And, mm-hmm. and it's so... It's fine. It's fine, dad. It's, <laughs> it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and so <laughs> Charles just being like, I don't believe that it's fine, but please talk to me. Child, yeah. please talk to me. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until Balder Balder started to realize as graduation, he started to hear the conversations around him. Like, hey, what are you going to do for summer? What are you going to major in? Where are you going to go? Yeah. He wasn't really asked those questions mm-hmm. uh, from others. <laughs> and so he started to realize, oh, this sucks. <laughs> what did, what did I do? Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm. And so uh and so after that he's just like I uh, I am actually pretty alone. <laughs> so he was he was a sad boy. Um and so this actually kind of coincides with Balder actually being a role playing character that I hid. Uh, this being a repeated friend of mine, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Shannon Maynard, but my Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. also featured in the last episode I was in. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, also featuring her fear monsters. Once again, they were also friends with Baldur. <laughs> um, God dang. If I, if it's all right, if I could talk about a um a long a long time a long term ship that I've had. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that is fine with me. <laughs> okay, awesome. Because I feel like this actually is very important to the development of Baldur's character as well. So Smythe, Smythe Morgate. Oh yeah, this is the uh the 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 really weird like extra dimensional person, right? Yeah, he's uh he Lots is of, like sharp edges, right? Yes, yes, that's him. He is the fear that represents disgust. While with George, we had the fear that represents adrenaline. Who was actually mm-hmm. who was actually Baldur's first monster best friend uh that Baldur had to explore. Smythe was at first kind of like how the students were at the past, uh, was rather jealous and kind of put off by Balder. Didn't really like him that much. He was actually quite mean to him at first. Yeah. Um, and and Balder just kind of wanted to get along because as it turns out, this fear guy named Marble Man, who is the embodiment of phobias and everything, Balder just kind of realized, oh heck, this is a breakthrough. Maybe this could be able to help me out yeah. over over my own power and everything. Mm-hmm. And Smythe would just kind of push him away. He's like, this isn't your playground. You don't even know what you're doing. Can you leave, kid, please? <laughs> yeah. And um, and it got to a point where there was a scuffle between George and Smythe because George was just like, hey, this is my friend. Mm-hmm. Can you back off, please? And they got in a yeah. fight and sadly... <laughs> And sadly, uh, Baldur was in the crossfire of that fight, and he got hurt. And oh, no. He got hurt, and, and Smythe and George was just like, oh. And Smythe, in that moment, he just kind of s- settled down a little bit. Well, Something, good. Yeah. Uh, Smythe dealt with his own baggage that kind of, kind of gave him, like, a wake-up call that he mm-hmm. is, uh, that because he is a jerk... No one would really care if something happened to him, and that kind of hit him. So when Smythe went Aww. through, yeah. So when Smythe went through some some of his own stuff, and I am gonna leave that to my friend Shannon if she ever wants to get to this uh, to this uh, uh, podcast. Smythe started to kind of kind of like pretty much calm down and try to make amends. Yeah. Very in a very healthy way. He wouldn't push himself Good. on Balder. Yeah. He wouldn't push himself on Balder at all. It's like, hey, we should yeah. be friends or anything. No, he would just kind of like, hey, like, are you doing okay? What are you mm-hmm. up to? Things like that. Just like small questions to kind of slowly get to know Balder. And sure enough, uh, sure enough, like slowly and surely, like they, they both started to get along. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, they both started to actually get along, and Balder actually started to really like Smythe and saw parts of him that Smythe didn't really show that much. Like, oh, this guy is actually extremely passionate about the things that he likes doing. Yeah. He, he's actually a lot of fun, and he's actually mm-hmm. great to talk to and makes me feel a little bit more chill. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, This reminds me a little bit of the relationship of Belle and the Beast in the Beauty and the Beast movie, of like the the like the the one per one person in the relationship is is on the more um, 
the more monstrous and extravagant side, I guess you could say. Oh, and yes. the and the other one is um is on the more human side of things, and then the one who is more extravagant, you know, learn learns to be a better person, um, but does it of their own volition and does it in a generally healthy way. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. And I think that's what I what I very much adore about this uh relationship, which I mm-hmm. happily uh me and Shan came up with probably the best uh ship name ever between a fear monster and a nightmare boy, and that is Night Terror. So I am extremely okay. proud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um as it so back to Balder, when it comes to that, as he's now like friends with some monsters, he realize that he does he is alone from from any human like just human friends like even the friends that he had and it sucked and he actually called George and was just like hey I'm not okay (laughs) and um and so Smythe and George just kind of like comfort him and so that way like and it kind of helped him kind of realize that like he doesn't he can be okay with the friends that he has and he shouldn't really he shouldn't really devalue George or Smythe just because they're monsters. They actually mm-hmm. do mean a lot to him. Yeah. And so so Balder would like grow from there and he would even like even after graduation he decides like let's just take a trip over to the UK um mm-hmm. and whatnot. And they even got they even got closer um at that point. Balder started to learn like more of like not only the cuisine that happens in America, but he learns about the cuisine over in the in the UK and started to realize, oh, I thought cooking was just a hobby that I liked. No, I actually really freaking love it. Aww. So he <laughs> so he Yeah, so he started to he started to kind of calm down a lot more and started to kind of like build up like color was coming back to him even though behind him like even in those nights when he is with his friends he would still give them nightmares and he would see what they would be afraid of he would see what's what these monsters actually fear Mm -hmm. and it would kind of stick with him but they but but by the next morning they would be okay and they wouldn't even fret about it. They would just go, it's like, okay, what's like, what, what are we going to do today? Yeah. And so as they grow at the time, like Smythe is also like getting closer to Balder and, and just, and they start to kind of like click a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Balder learns that Smythe knows how to dance very well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, dang. <laughs> and, um, and then Balder, as he gets older, goes to goes to the old country, to Sweden. Yeah. He starts to learn a little bit on his side of like of of his own pantheon a little bit. And it's just as he goes, he he starts a little bit learn about ugh, I can't speak all of a sudden. It's okay. He he interacts with some monsters that are that his own father dealt with um i think one of the biggest ones that kind of kind of shook him was a church grim which mm-hmm. is more on a christian uh side of a monster in scandinavian folklore yeah. 
Um, and it shook him because this is a monster that was not part of his pantheon and really did not like him. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of shook him up a bit because he kind of real he was kind of realizing even more of how in the middle that he is. Um, he is neither here or there as, <laughs> as like, I would kind of say in my own <laughs> relationship <Yeah>. <laughs> with my own, with my own family. It's like, I was raised in Texas, but my family's from like hardcore Mexico. And like, he doesn't, he didn't know where he was. And so as he came back to America, was reunited with his friends and everything. Yeah. He started to grow from there. Like he he started to realize that as much as he tries so dang hard to reject his own powers to to sadly uh even keep himself awake <laughs> and yeah. gave himself like terrible insomnia to oh, try no. Yeah, it like it, he pretty much tried to like not want to give nightmares to other people but it's a moot point it's it's you just can't stop what you are yeah that's true and so with that he's like i am going to i'm gonna get to know more about not just my human self which he did before now but now he's gonna get to know his more nightmarish self Mm -hmm. He starts to learn about his own power in horror and terror and starts to learn that a lot of these fears, these terrors that people go through in their nightmares, they are their own subconsciousness in their own heads just trying to say, hey, you should pay attention to this. And nightmares is nightmares are pretty much the brain's own way of grabbing your attention and kind of like setting up alarms to head, say, pay attention to this right now. This is what's going on. And it's a matter of you trying to interpret it. So yeah. it's just like, huh. <laughs> so, I mean, this is also part of my interest in my own dream, like readings and nightmares and whatnot, which I love. Um but um but yeah he he nowadays as i write him uh nowadays he's more of the older balder that is getting to know his own nightmares getting a more better hold of of how to control it and getting comfortable in his own skin now good yeah good. Very glad to hear that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he 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 dealt with some rockiness and like had sad boy depression for a while. But I will say is like he still went to therapy for that. I was still Good. getting that taken care of. It's just a matter of I need to address this. I'm waving my hand around. <laughs> yeah. But I I need to address all this. Yeah. But that is a big summary of char- of Balder as the character and what he goes through. Has yeah. no story connected to him, but god dang. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, I think the, I would argue that all of the work that you've put in towards developing his backstory and his relationship with, with others is a story in itself. Like, he might not be a part of, like, a specific RPG or, like, a specific comic or anything but that is that is a story in itself you have created a creative work with Baldur's backstory yay 
Yay! That makes me very happy. <laughs> I'm quite glad. Uh, cool. But yeah. I have a I have a couple of questions that I would like to uh that I would like that I would like to ask you real quick about Balder. Yes, of course. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. No, it's okay. Um first off is that um because you mentioned that Balder really enjoys cooking, what's his favorite kind of thing to cook? Does he have a does he have like a favorite cuisine or is he is he like really good at making like macaroni and cheese or something? <laughs> Okay, so Balder's speciality is making very quick foods when you have friends coming over in 30 minutes to an hour. Ah, gourmet pizza rolls. <laughs> well, actually, so he actually does enjoy, uh, man, that's me, though. I will admit that is me. But he does learn, like, kind of, I guess the best show that would be an example is, like, Naked Chef who would just go straight into cooking and show you uh same like like for like real life chefs uh Gordon Ramsay as well when it comes to very quick fast easy recipes when it comes to really great food mm-hmm. um like when it comes to like cooking like certain shrimp with uh, some pasta things like that he yeah. he loves doing things like that and but but he, he likes making entertaining food Yes, yes, and he does, and he does enjoy, um, he does enjoy, like, some, like, experimenting with, like, actual, like, like, different types of cuisines, um, and one of his, I think one of his favorites, like, more like his favorite recipe that he likes to do, because it's fancy, but it's easy to him, is making ribeye steak with, uh, asparagus and, uh, red potatoes. Or Brussels sprouts. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> I haven't had a good steak in a while. Oh, God, same, actually. I, uh, the last steak I had was actually a very cheap steak, and it's it was meant for a stew. <laughs> it wasn't really as, it was just a big hunk of meat. Was it, it round was, steak? <laughs> oh, gosh, it was like, it was a type of, it was a sirloin cut. Okay. That's a very, it's a very cheap cut of meats. Um, and I mean, New York steaks, ribeye, and, and T-bone are pretty much the steak dinners that you're supposed to have. Those are the types of meats that you're supposed to have for steak dinners. The mm-hmm. sirloin that I had is pretty much just have meat in your, in your tummy. Yeah. Make it seem fancy, but. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but otherwise that's a, that is the one recipe that Balder likes to do because. It mm-hmm. it's still like it could still impress anybody, but it's oh, very yeah. easy. Like how he does it with, uh, I guess the best point of reference for for listeners is watch the Gordon Ramsay video. No sponsorship of <laughs> <laughs> hashtag non spawn. But if you want a sponsor, you're welcome to. Oh please, um, there is how to make a ribeye steak by Gordon Ramsay and he just shows you how actually easy it is because mm-hmm. um because when you say cook a ribeye steak people would just kind of get a little intimidated by it but it's recipes that like that that Balder likes to do um okay, things okay. Thing, things that people would at first be very intimidated of but that's what he wants to try mm-hmm. and he actually would once he <laughs> once he tells himself like once I get my own once I get my own mess together, um, I yeah. would 
he would like to try culinary school or just like further get into his love for cooking. Um, yeah. He describes it as cooking is pretty much the pure intimacy of showing your love to somebody else. You can't see me, Locke, but I'm just like, I got my fist pumped in the air because food food is a love language and I will fight whoever made the love languages test for not including food as a love language because it oh is. Yeah, that's literally food his love language. Food is a love language. That's what he does, especially if he pays attention to, I mean, he does this with his friends and especially because he's a night owl, he would call, like, he would. Like, he even looked up a recipe for George, who is Irish and in, and pretty much enjoyed, like, food that he grew up with, that George grew up with at the time. So he would look up those recipes, call him up at 3 a.m. and be like, get over here so I can feed you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and George would being also being a night Alice, of being like, oh, heck yeah! I'm going to give Aww. myself a full tubby. And <laughs> that's, pre- like, that's pretty much... That's pretty much how Balder like expresses um his well basically his affections besides like being phys- a little physically affectionate he's also like affectionate through the love language of cooking yes. which I I'm actually really surprised that that test does not include are you really are you serious for sure Yeah yeah the as far as I can remember I think because I took the love languages test when I was in college. Um, oh. The love languages are specifically uh, giving gifts, receiving gifts, quality time. There's one about like words of encouragement or sincerity or something. Oh. And then acts of service. So I guess food is technically within acts of service, but I think food should be the sixth love language. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. like that's pretty much what I have to explore with Balder. Like sometimes there's good gracious when it comes to my characters, they end up having me and I'm very sure other people who have their own OCs do this themselves, but they would research and look up a lot of stuff. Sometimes yep. get into a lot of things. Me, yep. it was it was literally like what some actual like professional chefs would go through. And I'm like, okay, what are the things that Balder would know that I obviously don't know <laughs> in terms of stuff? So I had to like research all that. And now my YouTube is full of like Gordon Ramsay, Bon Appetit, uh, binging with Babish, all <laughs> yeah, just all that. And of course, uh, I think. This is something that my friend Shannon said, but mm-hmm. uh, she says, like, if Balder had a cooking YouTube channel, it would literally be You Suck at Cooking, which if you yeah. have not watched that, I definitely recommend, because <laughs> that's I, pretty much he, what he does. I will have to put it on the list. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and honestly, it's helped with, it, it pretty much follows up with how to make something that's actually quite easy, but still very, very good in food quality. Still follows up that kind of same thing. And it has helped me practicing my own cooking at home. Because good God, eating out is so expensive. (laughs) See, here's the thing, though, is like you can never be good at something until you until you like you have to start first by being bad at doing the thing you want to be good at. And then you have to keep working at it. And then eventually you will become good. Or at least you will get better. Yes, yes, but that is that's definitely uh Balder when it comes to cooking. Ta-da! <laughs>
Okay, so the other question is, and this one might be a little bit of a simpler or quicker question. Um, am I correct in remembering that you themed a Pokemon team after Balder when you were doing a playthrough? Yes. <laughs> would you, yeah. real quick? Would you like to run through like what his state, what the what the staple Pokemon were on that team? The staple Pokemon on on that team. Let me see here. Hatterene, I believe, uh that new that newer one with uh with the yeah. witch. Yeah. That's one. That's definitely one. There is also uh Slurpuff. Mm-hmm. There is I'm trying to name them correctly, but I have It's but- okay. D- describe them and then I know the names or I can Google them. <laughs> okay, okay. So you know the you know the whipped cream? The the whipped cream uh Pokemon? Alcreamy. Yes, Alcreamy. Uh, Creamy is yes. definitely one. Uh, uh, Gardevoir is also another. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, there's just like a oh, a Sinistee. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> a lot of these Pokemon were pretty much spooky, but also no dark types. Uh, n- nope. No, like hardly any dark types. There was a lot of fairy. Huh. There was a lot of fairy, psychic, and ghost types in his okay. team that he okay. like kind of switch switches over. Yeah. That fits the that fits kind of the archetype of like the benevolent nightmare Debbie God. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like there's Darkrai all the way over there that yeah. I had. I would love to to have someday, but uh, alas. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but otherwise, yeah. Like Baldur's team was literally just mm-hmm. a lot of pastel spookies with um. <laughs> With uh, just like a, a lot of ghost, fairy, and psychic types, and it, gosh, I really liked playing that team because, as for me, yeah. as you know, I absolutely adore dark Pokemon. So I ended mm-hmm. up playing a lot of Pokemon typings, uh, that I have never done before. Yeah, extremely fun. Yes, but I have never done them before. I know that Honedge is also one that Balder. That's like Baldur's Ace Pokemon right there. I can get so I can get I can really get into <laughs> the dramatics of the playthrough of that game with that yeah. team. Oh my maybe god, it was fun would, times. <laughs> maybe that could be another pair episode with you and Janine because I think I've I, I know I've been meaning to have Janine on for a while about her Pokemon OC. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 was like him. Like definitely Honage though. Honage mm-hmm. was the hugest one. That like just murdered everybody around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, love it though. Okay, um, since we're getting uh, since we're getting pretty close to time here, um, mm-hmm. is there anything that you wanted to uh, that you wanted to bring up briefly about Balder before we go into the final question? Uh, what's the final question first off? <laughs> Oh well, tell tell me first, the because the final question is just a it is a generic one. Okay, okay. Um, I think without a details about Balder, I don't know. Like, I can't think of anything besides like he likes cooking. He is still he is still well. He's still a bit of a dumb boy too, but <laughs> he's pretty much like Balder's pretty much uh just pretty much a character that I still really like playing and interacting with others. Because he's just, he can actually, like, nowadays especially, be a very, very chill, sleepy dude <laughs> to hang around with. Who's, yeah. like, and, like, 
God, he he can literally be your coffee AU. He freaking works <laughs> freaking works at a bar, as a barista in in a in a cafe called the Knight of Cups. I mean, good gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Get him over in the freaking graveyard shift. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no, it's just small details. Like the more that I talk out loud about him, Christina, I'm starting to realize he is probably one of my most heavily developed uh, characters that has <laughs> that is not written in a novel or comic whatsoever. It's just, hey, we love <laughs> to see it. <laughs> it's just, I, I'm just realizing, like, dang, this this boy is living a life right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like th- that's just pretty much like t- t- tiny details that I got so far before the final question. <laughs> Okay, so then uh, your final question for this for this recording is, why do you love Baldur so much? Oh gracious! So <laughs> this is a- this is actually <laughs> this is actually going into a more personal level. Uh, the reason why I actually really like Baldur is because he kind of helped me uh, when it ca- when it came to gender fluidity. Yeah. Uh, fun fact is that when I role play as Baldur in tabletop. I would act, his his voice that I would use is actually the the masculine voice that I would have. I can't mm-hmm. do it right now because it's. I wish I could, but I'm just like being a little happy bean right now. But um, that's okay. But he kind of helped out when it came to um, when it came to exploring like my own masculinity as well. Because again, he was pretty much the first character I actually played as a guy. And because yeah. I I was always stuck with being with girl characters. Yes. I mean, like <laughs> I I love girl characters. I do, but that was you were, all that you were I was literally with. typecast. <laughs> I was literally typecast exactly. So, uh, Balder was just kind of like is pretty much my comfort character when it came to when it just like just guy stuff. That's literally it. And it was just more of a per- It was just more of a personal my guy stuff, and. Yeah. Um, and like, even later on, I was kind of like, kind of fiddling with the idea of Balder, who's just pretty much a nightmarish god entity, who he hasn't learned yet, but he is a little immortal, um, starts to explore his own identity, like, where he is and stuff and things like that. And... The reason why I like him so much is because he is pretty much another one of my own comfort characters. As to Ren, uh, she was a comfort character when it came to when it came to confidence and compassion and and just basically like the very loud but wonderful emotions and experiences. Well, for Balder, it's just more quiet. Um, it's more quiet. It's a little bit more chill, and it's it's just a nice feeling. It is, it is literally, for me, Balder, is literally that cup of coffee or warm London fog that you have at yeah. a late night cafe while there is Lofi playing above your head. <laughs> and maybe you got a cupcake in the side. That's pretty much what he feels like for me. And Aww. that's, yeah, that's pretty much why I like him a lot, too. He's, he's pretty great. And, um, and, and still kind of, su- and still kind of surprises me. Uh, too. Um, so yeah, like that's pretty much why I like him so much. He is very much the comfort character that I adore, and uh, <laughs> you know, 
And maybe I like being a guy sometimes, gracious. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun times. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Locke. I really enjoyed getting to learn all about Balder and his and his, and his history and the journey that he's been on and also his food preferences. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> yeah, literally, he he will. There are some things about cooking that he would absolutely yell at you about that. He's just being like, please do not ever do that again. <laughs> yeah. Like put like like putting like sampling a taste in the pot and then putting the spoon back in the pot that you just put in your mouth. Nope, that's cross contamination. Yeah, he will scream at you for ever doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm really I'm really glad that you enjoyed me talking about my boy. <laughs> but thank you so very much for having me again. And as I've oh, kind of hinted, welcome. I've kind of hinted that, uh, hey, I might want to get back on here. I'm going to drag Janine into this. Gosh, dang it. Yeah, you are. You are always welcome, Locke. You and Janine both know that. Yay! Well, probably, if anything, maybe someday, maybe someday we'll probably, if you want, we could either talk about Baller's dad or, uh, or my, which is, I will say, the first RP character that I have ever had. <laughs> yeah, I I will put I will put all of them on the list. How about that? Yay! Wonderful times. But <laughs> but yeah, thank you so very much for having me. This was this was a really nice time. A great break from well, not only work but um, you know, the stuff from taking, the outside. Taking the mind <laughs> off things. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. This was a nice time, and I really do appreciate Good. it. You're welcome. I hope I hope that I'm I'm glad that you enjoyed it and I hope that all the listeners are enjoying it too. Yay. I hope so too. Um, <laughs> so I know you have things that you want to promote on the internet. What would you like to promote? Where would you like to be found? Okay, well I hey y'all, I'm on I'm on art fight right now. Let me draw some of your characters. Please draw mine too, <laughs> so we can attack each other. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like just basically art fight is is literally art trade the game mm-hmm. online is pretty okay. much what it is and um it's honestly like a great place to experiment with new designs that you see everywhere from other people's ocs and or even just doing gift art for your friends and your and like friends like giving art like gifts back in art it's a great time mm-hmm. and i will and you will only find my user as just lock and that's l o c k e that okay. is with all the users on that website, that is surprisingly not taken. So that's awesome. Hmm. I, yeah, I know. I'm like, wow. I would I would have expected. Um, but otherwise, people can still find me on Twitter at uh, at yamslock uh, on Twitter. And for uh, well, I guess I would promote. Uh, I guess I would promote my art blog, but. If you follow my Twitter, you just click on media, you'll find pretty much the same art that you would find on that art blog. So that's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but otherwise, um, we all I oh yeah, I'm also on a podcast too. That's yeah. right. <laughs> that too. I'm over here thinking about my art because like <laughs> because just, it's, on, it's on the brain. It is on the brain. I just remember Janine telling me, "It's like please like promote like your actual stuff." I'm like, okay, <laughs> but um. But I am I am a co-host of my favorite Pokemon, and you'll be able to find that in all of your podcasting ways, uh, like iTunes, 
and whatnot to, to go out there. You'll find us. I'm very sure you will. But yeah, you can you can find that at uh, my favorite Pokemon, and you can find our Twitter at my favorite Pokemon, and that's uh, and I forgot because I'm so used to Janine doing this. <laughs> I feel like it's at my fave PKMN. Yes, yes, it is. Emma is a Mary, and is a Nancy. Yes, gosh dang it, that is very embedded in my brain. <laughs> Oh, and good. I believe that you are also, uh, I believe that you and Janine recently got to be uh, gym leaders. Is that correct? Yes, we are the dark gym leaders where I've, because I've forgotten how to play Pokemon in so long. I was too busy with Baldur's team. I forgot how to play as dark types again. <laughs> but we were the dark gym leaders, which I have found out we were also the the final, the, the ace badge gym leaders and that made me happy so um if you all want some wonderful um if you want some like old-timey shenanigans there i highly recommend it and you actually get to hear me sing at 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 the end of that episode too so that's fun times this is pokemon world world tour united by the way this is pokemon world tour united i don't think we actually said the name of the podcast no we didn't i just realized oopsies but yeah, like Pokemon World Tour United. Yeah. Um, oh God, please listen to that uh, podcast, everybody. Especially if you just want nothing but smiles and laughter. I mean, my podcast is great too with Janine. Like Janine's yeah. podcast, and we're just like that's just fun interviewing wholesome stuff where you get to talk about your favorite Pokemon and mm-hmm. like well, the, like with this wonderful podcast with OCs. Oh, and- shucks. <laughs> It's really sweet. It's very nice, okay? And with with Janine and I, we just we literally just listen to you gushing about your favorite babe, which is <laughs> which is your favorite little Pokemon in your Pokeball. Or Great Ball, wherever you like to put or like me, the luxury ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I love that ball. It's so good. But yeah, um I think that's about that's that's about all I got on my end. <laughs> Awesome. Hey everyone, uh, more recent Christina here with the stuff that I forgot to include during the wrap-up. Uh, Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA Lives Matter. Trans Lives Matter. Um, please remember, keep washing your hands, keep an eye on your health. Um, if you feel sick, stay away from people and seek treatment if you can. Remember, wear a mask if you're going to be in an enclosed environment with people for more than 15 minutes. Um, Here are some general causes that you can possibly support. Um, The Black Hills Legal Defense Fund, I'm sure, is still accepting donations um, for people who are protesting uh, the use of six grandfathers as the the monument Mount Rushmore. Um, The ACLU is always a good place to donate to, as well as the National Bail Fund Network and the National Revolving Bail Fund. Um, The National Indian Education Association is uh, an organization that focuses on education to indigenous students. Um, Fair Fight is an organization that is advocating for voters' rights across the nation, and especially in Georgia. And as well, uh, I also would like to spotlight the Black Trans Advocacy Coalition, um, We the People of Detroit, and the Bean Collective, all of which are uh, more municipal organizations that are helping to, uh, that are providing aid to 
uh, disadvantaged communities and groups across the country. So uh, that's it, I guess. Bye. <laughs> the Helm for Raywood OCs is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. But you can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Acast, Stitcher, and hopefully whatever other podcatcher that you prefer to use. If we're not there, let me know and I'll work on getting there. Our theme song is Violet by Poddington Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the WaywardOCPod hashtag. And you can also email us at WaywardOCPod at gmail.com. And I, at, at the time of this recording, I currently have a guest, the guest submission form open and pinned to the top of the Wayward Twitter account. So if you or someone you know are interested in being on the show, uh, feel free to fill that form out. Uh, I make no promises as to how soon you will be able to be on the show in regards to your submission of an OC, but I'm going to be doing my best to try and be in contact with people to have them be on the show in a timely fashion. <laughs> uh, so, but if, but also, if you are interested in just chatting about original characters, uh, please go ahead and do that through the Wayward Twitter account. Um, because or else. I, I like because I like to get to I would like to get to know my listeners. Um, you know, just kind of like talk talk about yourself, like introduce yourself so we can have a nice conversation. Um, and of course. This is a podcast, and it is always extremely helpful if you can rate and review us on your listening platform of choice, and ideally also uh, share this podcast with a friend or two, um, because that helps us to find a wider audience and to brighten more people's days. So, thank you all for listening. This has been the Home for Ray Ridocies, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. And I was kind of like, I was kind of upsetty spaghetti when I discovered him. And I was like, oh, heck, he's like my OC. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, everyone. This is Sarah from Good Nightmare Podcast, a podcast where I like to talk about all things strange and unusual, whether it's mysteries, historical crimes, or fairy tale origins. I hope you'll come along for the ride and join me as we delve into some spooky tales. Happy listening! <laughs>